Noi mai haere mai, ki tēnei hōtaka. Welcome to the panel on RNZ National. Wallace Chapman with you. Well, Labour's Grant Robertson is stepping away from politics after a 15-year career as an MP. That just after four. More on benefit announcements with Social Security and Income Tax Amendment Bill due for the third reading Parliament today. Prime Minister Christopher Luxon told job seekers, your job is to look for a job. There are 190,000 people on the job seek benefit, 67,000 more than six years ago. We talk about that. Also, Taylor Swift at Eden Park. Residents voice overwhelming support for the likes of Swift coming to Eden Park. And, well, I thought that with Taylor Swift creating so many memories uh, for people, touring Australia with extraordinary audiences, I thought I might ask you for our question of the day, what has been your most memorable concert experience? We had a few saying Neil Young yesterday when we uh, played some Neil Young. My producer, Sam, says his is was D'Angelo. What about you? Text me, 2101. You can email the panel at rnz.co.nz. With me today... Jenny Giblin, Hawke's Bay Farmer, a director, founder, funding HQ. Jenny, nice to have you here. Kia ora, Wallace. Lovely to be here. Also today, Andy McCombs. He's a youth communicator and designer. Kia ora, Andy. Kia ora, Wallace. Great to be back. Good to have you here, Andy. Now, as summer tapers off, many people will be looking ahead and planning a getaway for winter, perhaps. Of course, this means checking your passports are current. And while the Department of Internal Affairs usually sees an uptick in applications in Feb, this surge this year is quite something. At the moment, they're receiving 9,000 passport applications every week. It can be a frustrating process, not for the impatient. So to offer a bit of an explanation as to why things might be taking longer with us is Department of Internal Affairs Deputy Chief Executive, Service Delivery and Operations, Maria Robertson. Maria, welcome. Kia ora. Good to see you. Good to talk to you. Thanks, Maria. That's extraordinary. 9,000 a week. Why so many? Well, I think there's a few reasons. So ordinarily at this time of year, we do start to see um, a bit of an increase in applications. But we're still dealing with a tale of nearly 600,000 people who didn't renew their passports while oh. the country was locked down. So uh, we've, just had a, we've just had a sustained period of demand growth, but we're actually responding to that really well and issuing in about 10 days. Is there a um, is there a case where a lot of people have actually forgotten? Well, they they booked in, <laughs> they booked in a trip, and they've actually forgotten uh, about the expiry date on their passport. Uh, yes, uh, that is certainly the case. About ten percent of all the applications we have actually end up being turned into urgent applications oh, right. because people suddenly realise or they've forgotten to check because they're out of the habit. So we really encourage people, if they're thinking about travelling, just to really get their heads around uh, what the current expiry of their passport is and to get organised. Jenny, this happened to me. I don't, didn't use it for travel, but I used my passport, you know, for IDing. Um, can you relate to this? Totally, actually. I just started thinking that I think we've got four passports at our house that are currently expired. <laughs> so I hope no one's planning on going anywhere quickly. And that's kind of what happened. We sort of switched off to travel a bit, didn't we, during the COVID period, I think. 
you know, people forgot about things like passports, but actually it's quite important to keep them up to date because they, we need them mm. for often for ID and, and things like that, even if we're not travelling. That's right. And uh, on that um, point, you know, even if you've got a passport um, and you're really only using it for ID purposes, if it's expired, it's not valid for identity verification. Andy. So oh, so keep going, really Sorry. You really need to, to keep it up to date if you are using it for that kind of purpose, which we, which we encourage people to. Fantastic. Andy. Kia ora, Maria. Yeah, um, I had no idea that you had to sign your passport, actually. I read that in the um, article, so after the show tonight I'll have to find it in whatever junk drawer it's hiding in. Oh, you haven't, you haven't signed yours scribble. yet, Andy. <laughs> you haven't signed it. <laughs> <laughs> It hasn't I stopped I yet. The instructions, the instructions are quite clear about signing it, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I must admit reading. that even in my own family, I do have to remind them to uh, to sign, uh, and you'll easily find it. It's basically inside the first page. You'll find a little section at the top of one of the pages which says sign here. Yeah. Uh, worth noting, Maria, the website for passport applications will be down for around three days in March. Is that right? Will that impact proceedings? That is right. I mean, New Zealand, um, people you probably get used to the fact that New Zealand has one of the best passport services in the world. We're the first country to put uh, passport services online 12 years ago, and we're still actually the only country in the world that has a fully end-to-end digital channel. So what we're doing is we're making the biggest change to the infrastructure, the technical infrastructure that all the passport uh, systems sit on. We're doing that uh, next month. And to do that properly, we have to shut down the service, uh, migrate everything across to the new platforms, and then restart it. It's We're quite confident extra- it'll go well, yeah. but um, but we just That's we extraordinary. can't take any applications. I, I didn't know that a full end-to-end digital service. Um, uh, um, from what I know, many countries do not have that. No, that's right. I mean, many countries still don't even have machine-readable documents. You know, where you take your passport into the smart gate and you put it in the machine. Uh, for the for the passport to work in that facility, it has to have embedded in it a chip and an antenna and all sorts of things. And in the New Zealand passport, that's all embedded in that very hard polycarbonate page. We work a lot of with a lot of countries and develop a lot of developing countries to even bring them up to speed to have a chip in their passport. So it's, there's a huge variability around the world, and New Zealand is certainly at the leading edge. Interesting. Maria, I was just going to quickly ask you, and this is my vague memory of having to race down to Wellington for my son to get his passport so he could head off to Australia because we were those slack people that forgot to get it renewed. And I think we um, I think we went down on a Saturday morning and met somebody um, mm-hmm. outside the DIA who gave us um, Jonty's passport. So it's a, pretty, it's a pretty amazing service, really, for people like me that are a bit slack. <laughs> well, and I've actually used our own service myself, so I completely <laughs> understand <laughs> Um, and it caused great mirth around my staff, uh, who did realise it was me on the phone needing a passport. <laughs> so uh, I do get it, and you know our staff work really hard to be responsive. We have an urgent call-out service. Um, it's used, uh, in, you know, all around the world, really. Uh, and we we really pride ourselves on getting that beautiful little back book into people's hands as oh, soon yeah. as we can. Thank you, Maria Kiora. Appreciate your time there. That's um, uh, Maria Robinson, uh, Deputy Chief Executive at the Department of Internal Affairs. There, I'm, I'm uh, amazed at the wonderful responses regarding uh, regarding uh, the most memorable concert here. Uh, wow, Gladys Knight and the Pips at the oh. Auckland Town Hall. <laughs> 
1974. That is just amazing. Gosh. Uh, Stefan Grafelli, an 18-year-old man. <laughs> just making things up now. <laughs> yeah. An 18-year-old man in a brown cardi in the middle of the stage, Altia Centre, Moana says, producing pure magic. So, yeah, keep those most memorable gigs coming. Time for I've Been Thinking. Jenny Giblin, take it away. What's your IBT? Well, I've been thinking about rest homes uh, recently, mainly because my father has dementia and he is in a um, in a rest home in, in Waipukurau, where, where we live. Um, and often rest homes get such a bad rap, don't they? You sort of tend in the media to hear kind of the, the awful stories about patient neglect and that kind of stuff. And I'm sure there are some of those stories are valid. But mine is kind of like I've been thinking about how lucky we are in our little township. We have the most amazing little rest home in Waipukurau for people that are thinking of retiring <laughs> called Woburn. Um, and the staff in there are seriously amazing. The activities they had for, for um, the residents in the rest home and the way that they go, you know, you know, go over and beyond to look after these, you know, vulnerable people, but still with, you know, with care and dignity. It is such an amazing place. And it's a little wee rest home where they do all the food themselves. And wow. it's a li- nice little community. And I think, gosh, you know, it's so nice to sort of celebrate those great services we have within, within health and also to celebrate the people that, you know, often don't get paid hu- huge amount of money but they do the really hard work that makes a difference to us as family members really nice so, nice reminder yeah. isn't it that uh, yeah. uh, with all the news we do here about rest homes that there's some uh, great mahi going on yeah exactly good on you alright thank you for that uh, now Andy McCombs 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 you're on the money good on you uh, IBT what is it uh, I've been thinking about those 340-something landlords getting their tax cuts and what, what they're going to spend it on because during the election campaign the government said that they'd make these philanthropists pick up the slack and invest in this country and with all these cuts to public services I'd like to know that when this handful of already obscenely wealthy people receive their hard-earned refunds will they choose to end poverty, fix our crumbling infrastructure or they spend it on another jet ski for their third holiday home? And I know you're thinking, wouldn't it be faster for the government to just invest that money directly into pipes, trains and poverty, but unfortunately they're too busy pushing buttons that will drive a forecasted 13,000 children into poverty. And while child poverty reduction and wellbeing legislation is a key lever in addressing the problem, we need to fund the entire system at a level that supports everyone. Otherwise we're doomed to repeat the cycle of transferring wealth to an undeserving bunch of people. Uh, and I know a bunch of NGOs and charity groups, I'm sitting with one right now actually, that funds pretty great things. Not uh, all landlords can... have jet skis. <laughs> yeah, not all landlords are good. Um, I, there is one that drives past me near the Beehive, um, around where I work, with the, in a Ferrari with the number plate property. Um, so I think it's glaringly obvious that our rich aren't going to philanthropically fix this country's problems, so it's up to the beeholes in the Beehive to start pulling the levers that address systematic problems and stop pushing everyone's buttons. Right. Very good. Andy McCombs, uh, Jenny Gibbon with us this afternoon. Uh, Leonard Cohen, convert, must beat them all. I had to sit down and shed a tear on that first note. Oh, the Everly Brothers, Mount Smart Super Top in 89. The panel... RNZ National, nice to have your company. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. 
That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads.